Hey everybody, good morning. This is Harry Kamak with Down to Earth. Had a little bit of a technical snag there, but you know how that works. Uh, just trying to uh, reconnect and to see. I suspect this has a lot to do with uh, there might be too many people on the network. There just might be. There's so much going on with all the stuff in the political forum and the political arenas and all the arenas. There's just too much going on. This morning as I was scrolling through my Twitter feed, I saw a funny video that just made me laugh. And I really don't know what these folks were protesting. I mean, it seems to me now that everybody just joins a protest. And these folks joined hands across apparently a busy roadway and uh, they were just singing some song and they had a banner. We couldn't see what the banner was. And this guy in his scrubs, you know, maybe he was a nurse, just got off a shift, you know how that is, perhaps had to work a double overnight, save people's lives. And he just walked right through the protest, grabbed the banner, dumped it, then came back and snatched the person's phone, one of the protesters' phones, and kicked it down the street. And all over my Twitter feed, people were just saying, hail to the chief. <laughs> I mean, people were just like, okay, somebody final said something or is doing something. And I thought about that for a minute, and I asked the question, uh, how did that happen? And I'm beginning to think that what happens is people are getting just a little bit tired. It's, I think we're all on information overload is the best way to describe it. I think everybody's tired of the BS and I, I kid you not and just tired of all the stuff that is going on out there in the stratosphere if it's not one thing it's another people are just tired of, and we're sort of on information overload so as soon as you start concentrating on one thing here comes something else and then everybody is competing for attention everybody is competing for their chance in the spotlight everybody wants the spotlight turned on them and well what is, the, what is your validation? It's sort of like we're saying, well, what are you doing? Because now that everybody claimed to be doing something, we really are just looking at what exactly are you doing? Are you really doing something or are you just creating awareness? The other day, I went somewhere for lunch, I think, and I met a woman and we, she says we knew each other. I don't remember, but she says we knew each other. And that we had connected before. And she says, I remember you because you were part of a human trafficking forum a couple months ago or, or so on. So I know you very well. And I said, okay, but you know, you know how these things are. And so I said, well, what are you doing? And she said, well, she separated from a group to form her own entity. And I said, okay, so I'm listening. So I said, well, what exactly are you doing? She said, well, I am creating awareness. Hmm. So I said, is there a specific area that you're focused on? Is there a specific population or demographic within the human trafficking sector that you're focused on? And she said, no, I'm just creating awareness on human trafficking. So I smiled and I said, well, good luck to you. I hope it all works out for you. But as I walked away, I was like, I don't know. I think she needs <laughs> to have some focus, right? And he thinks she needs to be specific or maybe she just couldn't enunciate exactly what she's doing which brings me to what I really want to talk with you about this morning is how focused are you on what you're doing if you have a plan to do something and if you are not focused on it 
if you don't have a specific program in mind, you might want to re-examine that because what I have found is that everybody says, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and 100 people are doing the same thing. But how many people are really getting the job done? Most people just seem to talk and talk and talk and talk, uh, right? And and uh, just seem to just get up and just do stuff, you know, and, and don't seem to focus. And you have to really really be focused in and be specific about what you're doing. You know, I I found over the years that I had to stay true to what I was called to do. And what I felt that my calling was and my individual pathway was, was to talk about violence and how violence hurts and impacts women and children. And as I began to do that, I began to explore and realize that human trafficking is a form of violence against women and children and how the traumas associated with violence and with human trafficking leave irreparable damage sometimes on the individuals affected. So I had written my book, Through the Fire, and the stories in it describe trafficking, describe how I was trafficked, unknown to me. I didn't self-identify until a few years ago. And that's not unusual within human trafficking. So do you see what I'm saying? But I say all of that to say I stayed to the core. In other words, I found over the years that if you stick to your core, you're way better off. It may take longer, but if you are stuck and stay to your core, you'll be fine. You can't. This morning I was watching CBS News, and for most of us, especially for those of us who are people of color and for those of us who, who are perhaps are not don't have a, a cousin or auntie or uncle who is a major broadcaster or something. It takes a while to get started. I was watching CBS, and this woman named Gretchen Rubin has a podcast, and she's been featured on CBS News before. And 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 I, I she was on CBS again this morning, and she was talking about her podcast about whatever she talked about, and I was sitting there looking at her, and I'm like. Now, they make it seem like that's how easy it is to be successful, but it's not. She actually was introduced to them by someone whom she knows who brought her into the national spotlight. Do you see what I'm saying? So is that success? I don't know. I think success is defined by you having to push against all the factors that say you couldn't make it. Now, I'm not saying that. She, the first thing she's going to tell you is that she's a woman, so she couldn't have done it. But you're a white woman, and you had more than a leg up on the ladder. So that was easier for you to get started. So is she successful? Define success. What does success mean to you? And you have to think about that when you're trying to strive towards your goal. It's sort of like you have to redefine success. Most people will tell you it's relatives, right? So some people who don't have money will tell you that success is defined as having a lot of money. But you have to look at who is providing that definition. You know why? Why? Because, oh my goodness, this recording, because, help Jesus, because success, if success is defined by having a lot of money, then what you're going to find happening is that people who don't have money are going to define it by as having money. And so they will go out and look for money, but then everything else is not in order, right? 
then, of course, success is going to, for some others, is defined by accomplishment. You know, well, I have a doctoral degree and, you know, I, I'm learned, I'm educated. Okay. So is that successful? There are plenty of people with doctoral degrees, you might say, right? Okay. I can think of many. They don't, most of them don't think they're successful. They're still working hard to pay off student loan debt and they haven't made money and they haven't paid off their home mortgages yet, right? Is that successful? I'm not sure. And yet again, there might be somebody else for whom success is defined by, well, I was born with inherited wealth. So then the rest of us are like, well, it was easy for you because everything you wanted to, you could use money to access that. Does that make you successful? No. So do you see how success then, the definition of which can be relative? As far as I'm concerned, I define success as having to overcome obstacles to get to where you want to be. It is not about making a lot of money. If money comes with it, great. Make a lot of money because money makes, you know, things happen and so on. But I don't believe that that's all that it is. What if your road to to the destination was peopled with drug abuse? What if the road to it meant that you slept with a lot of people along the way? I tend to look at it as not how you start, but it's how you finish. So if you finish at the top of the heap, but you are drugged out, beaten down, right? You have lost everything. You got to there, but by the time you got there, you are drugged out. You don't know yourself. You have lost touch with who you are, so you don't have family around you or good friends around. Is that really success? Then I also tend to look at if you are an adult and you have children, I tend to want to include your children in your success story because how your children evolve and emerge from the situations that you dealt with determine a lot about who you are. I have found that no matter what is going on in the home, if you can stay true to the children, then the children are going to emerge sort of like normal. They're going to emerge centered. How about that? Let's say instead of normal, say they're going to emerge centered. That means they have an idea where they're coming from and they have a pretty good idea of where they want to be and how to get there, right? They, it wasn't about drugs. Drugs didn't destroy them. Sexual promiscuity didn't destroy them. And all the evils of our modern life did not get to them, right? And it's interesting to, to come up with that because in, in today's world, a lot of what we are seeing, a lot of what happens is determined a lot. We don't have as much control, not even over our everyday lives, certainly not over our children, not with all the various new apps and all kinds of stuff that they have today that literally dictate the standards by which our children choose to be judged. It dictates how they play, whom they talk to, how they interface with others. And so we don't have as much control as we should have certainly not as much as we would like to have. So the people who have social media or the people who have access to our children's ears and eyes have access to their brains and the control of their brains and what they think and how they, they act out, right? So, but you still, that does not mean that that should deter you from success. You have to make sure that your vision lines up with who do you think you are and what you think you are. This is why when children are growing up, I like to listen to them. I listen to what they say. When I grow up, I'm going to be. When I grow up, I want to be. I listen to children. It, it's, 
in today's world, I have found that children don't say that much. Children don't talk a lot about when I grow up, I want to be or I'm going to be. Children don't say that much today. Guess what? The language has changed. And their journey to their destination has has changed irrevocably. They probably don't feel that they need to say that because they're listening to us. And we're saying, well, the world is going to end and, you know, taxes are through the roof. And then we're, especially for us, the middle class, for for the upper classes, no, they're not paying any taxes at all. And then, of course, we say things like, well, there's not going to be any planet. So you have a young 16-year-old child from Sweden running around the world, cursing all the leaders out and making scowling faces because adults around her have convinced her that there won't be a planet for her to inherit by the time she's 36. I don't know what's going to happen to her when she wakes up and realizes she's 36 and good God Almighty, the planet is still here. I think she's going to have a fit. She probably is going to hate all the adults around her who programmed her to think so. But children today don't talk a lot about the future. They don't talk a lot about when they grow up, they want to be. You literally have to ask them. And I think a lot of that is coming from what kind of messaging is going on in their homes. Because most of us today, we don't talk to our children. We feed them through social media. They watch YouTube kids. We place them before the TV from their born. And that becomes their instruction. So we don't talk to children. A lot of children are emerging with language difficulties in terms of being able to respond and talk to people, not because they can't, but because no one spoke to them. They were talked to by animated uh, figures on TV. So they don't know who or what they're talking to. And then we don't talk to them long enough to impart to them a vision of what they can be in the future. I think when I was growing up, we might have lucked out because we didn't, television used to sign off at 12 o'clock at night. Can you believe that? I was watching a show recently and a young woman was telling, she's in her late 20s, and she was telling a teenager who was 14 that when she was growing up, the whole thing was the payphone at school and lining up to use the payphone at school. And the 14 year old teenager said, What's a payphone? And she just put her hands up in the air and walked away. <laughs> like the 14 year old has no concept of what a payphone is. Because from the day she was born, all she has seen is phones are in your hands. It's a handheld device, right? So because our technology has so impacted our world today and impacted the way we live, I feel like we need to change the messaging around what we're telling children, defining what we believe success is. We have to tell them what success is and model what success is. If we believe that success is having great relationships with, with, with family, then we need to tell them that. If we feel that success is being balanced, then we need to tell them that. We're not talking about work-life balance because they're even changing that today. They've, every few years, we evolve in terms of our thinking. I never thought work-life balance was achievable anyway, but sucks to be me that I thought so. But, you know, how that is, right? So we have to tell our children what we think success is and explain to them. We have to define the world for them, put it into context so that as they grow and their minds expand and as they become more subject to influences outside of the home, then that will expand their horizons, it expands their way of thinking. It it makes no sense you run away from technology. Ask them how it is 
and then incorporate it into their everyday lives. Use it yourself with them. Oh, so you mean to say that I can follow you on Instagram? Okay. That sounds like something that builds your following. Okay, but at the back of your mind, you're thinking, I'll be able to see everything you post. If you're posting some naked pictures of yourself, I'll be seeing it. That's what should be running at the back of your mind. And then I'll see that creepy boy who is following you. That's what you should You are thinking at the back of your mind. But what you're doing is incorporating that. I'll tell you a funny story. It's not funny, but here's how it works. You know, my youngest daughter is still in high school. She's about to graduate. And yesterday... I got a call from the school early in the morning about a social media post that had erupted on in their sphere. So I shouted down to my daughter, what the heck is going on on some social media post? Why is the school calling? And she said, oh, you know, well, this boy at school, he uh, posted on social media how angry he was that he didn't get to go to homecoming. And he posted pictures of what he thinks he's going to do at the school. He's going to come and attack and shoot and do whatever to the other students. And he posted a picture of some boys and it looks like they might be targeted. It was too early in the morning on a Sunday for me, like way too early. I was barely awake. My eyes weren't even open, barely. And I had to sit there and hear about a potential mass shooting at my daughter's school. So, you know, in my mind, I'm seeing trending hashtags on Twitter, and I'm like, that's not going to be me. That's never something I'm going to see. So I said, well, can I see these social media posts? So she, it, it was done on Snapchat. Gave me an idea right away. I need to start following some more of these kids on Snapchat to see if I can see any more of their feeds. But do you see what I mean? Incorporate their social media into their everyday posts. Well, That's one of the few times when I could say, thanks to social media, a possible mass shooting was averted because he took to Snapchat to say, to express his angst about how he feels about being left behind or so on. Wow. (laughs) So that others could see it, reported it to the authorities, and a potential mass shooting was evaded. My first reaction was, you're not going to school tomorrow, and Tuesday is iffy. But as the day wore on, later on in the day, we learned that he had actually been, you know, uh, taken into, into, into by the authorities. Then I began to feel a little bit better. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to uh, feel some type of way. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel uh, that something is going on or, or so on. But the point I'm making is, is engaging with your children today so that they have some idea of what success is. It's the craziest thing ever. What is your definition of success? For others, success is just simply getting a chance to do what they have wanted to do. And yet for others, success means that they get to be whom they want to be. And for others, it's, well, I'm not banking until I have a million dollars in the bank. There's a young man I follow on Instagram. His uh, Instagram handle is at G-M-A-C Cash. He's a Detroit rapper. It's, he's one of the most prolific rappers I have ever heard. I mean, it takes nothing for him to write a song. If, if, if he saw it and it inspires him, he has a song for, for it. I mean, it takes nothing for him to just create a rhyme. And every time I look at him, I'm saying to myself, I hope he never quits or gives up. 
because he can be so super successful because he's talented, right? So for him, I guess he's going to have to redefine what success is. Is success just being able to do it, bring it to market so others know about it? Or is success defined as everyone in the country is to, has defined him and suddenly he's a trending hashtag? I don't know. I guess it depends on how you view it. It's success. What is success? Because I'll tell you one thing. In our world today, social media has become media for us, right? Uh, social media has become media. Uh, there was a time when media was confined to writing a letter to the editor, getting on mainstream radio if you can, right? And if you land a spot on television, you had to be super duper or something terrible happened to you, so you became the 6 o'clock news item. But (laughs) God created the Internet and social media that gave everybody a chance to expose your art and expose your talent, right? So now you have a place where you can safely deposit your work and putting your work out there so others can see it. Right? They have given us tools wherein you can market yourself. I know that I benefited from the early internet revolution because that's what launched me as an author and a speaker. I was able to go on all these message boards and you know put myself out there until people got to know who I was. So here you have so what is the definition of success? I still am dreaming of the day when I will be on the BBC and ABC NBC. Well, I think I did the Fox News thing over here. I think I did NBC over here, right? So here in Detroit, that is. So is that success? I achieved my goal because I set out to change how people think about violence against women and girls and to see that it is a problem that is worth viewing and looking at, right? But I'm also moved by the fact that there are other things that are, that are considerations. I also think when we define success, we should also think of it as do we have the respect of others? So many times I see people striving and striving and moving and trying to get into what they want to do. And I'm thinking to myself, are you enjoying the respect of others? Do others respect you? When your name is called and you show up, do people respond to your presence? When you walk into a room, do people respond to you in the being in the room? I think that's how you should really look at success. Do you, when you leave someone, do they feel empowered? Have you affected someone's life? What have you done that has left a mark on someone? Can somebody actually say that as a result of you, my life changed? As a result of something you said, Or something you did inspired me to change. Now that to me is success. So if for me that was my definition of success, then I achieved that. I am always humbled when I go into environments and people tell me what the stories in my book have done to them. Or listening to me or hearing me, how that has impacted their lives. I'm always amazed. I'll I'll never get past that. I'm humbled by it. It humbles me because I recognize that there was a great sacrifice involved in being able to impact someone's life in a positive way. So go on out there. Change your world. 
do what you feel you've been called to do. Do it with vivaciousness. Do it with your all. Put everything into it. Because at the end of the day, that is what is going to change someone's mind. But don't just sit there. Get up and do it. As Nike said, get up and just do it. This is Harriet Kamek. Thank you so much for joining us. Join me again on our podcast, Down to Earth. We are available wherever podcast platforms are. So make sure you download and subscribe. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Have a great day, everybody. Be blessed. Okay, that was great.